Humans, humans, humans. Hey, what's going on? It's your pronoun, she, her. <laughs> it's your girl, Chocolate Thunder. Um, I'm just hitting you up because it's a verbal diary moment. I just really wanted to talk to you about life in February, Black History Month, and tomorrow's the 27th. We got two more days of this Black History quote unquote month. Even though we're, we're black, Black History Month is every month. Black History Day is every day. Black History Moment is every moment, like for real. And um, what really sparked me to get on today is something that I didn't even look into before I started pressing record. Um, I saw a post of one of my friends made about like Trayvon Martin's birthday and I'm like oh my gosh like to think that time has passed so much so that it's becoming like an afterthought in some of our lives not everyone's lives not all the time but it just blows my mind and I'm thinking also like is it just was that just a post that I missed or did it happen in during a February when he passed and it's so sad right like it's so sad that I don't even be fact checking myself before I press record you know how many episodes I've made where where I'm just in the moment and just speaking passionately about something so wrong and ignorant it's like girl do your work before you come on here and press record on this mic and I just apologize for everybody because black history month I'm just ignorant and it's not I'm not it's not good um this afternoon I went out to meet some coworkers of, from a, the school that I used to work at. I miss these people so much. Down home, awesome Austin women. Like, oh, when I talk to them and when I'm around them, I'm like, I, I don't ever want to not be in their lives. Like, I love these people so much. They're so good to me. They're so kind to me. And, you know, you don't feel worthy of that kind of love from other people people it's like what you care about me which is why I know a struggle as like a Christian because I'm like ain't no way ain't no way you died for me nah man you know what I mean so earthly um love where someone sees you as so welcoming and so like pure whatever it is like kind they see you and they and they love you and it's like wow man we're just co-workers but they're so fun and silly anyway so I went to hang out with them this afternoon and we had so much deep conversation so obviously like if I sound more uppity that's definitely why um but I just really wanted to come to you guys to talk to you about the fact that I teach second grade right now and every day it blows my mind like literally every day is um an overwhelming thing tomorrow though guys humans um tomorrow i'm being um like formally observed and i want to come back like later on and be like okay here's how it went you know what i mean because i can't even believe that i'm going to be observed as a teacher and i'm scared for my life because i'm like what if it doesn't go as i you know, think in my mind it's going to go. Like, what if it's chaos? What if it's stressful? And if it is, how am I going to fix that? 
Like you want to get a good enough, um, you want to get a good enough like score so that you know you you're compensated for that. But at the same time, you're like, well, if I don't, you know, you're just I'm just scared because <laughs> as an educator, like le- legit, I feel like every job that I've had as an educator has been out of desperation, including the job that I have now. They're like, give it, just give it to her. We need somebody to fill the spot. You know what I mean? And it may not even be like that, but it's what it's always felt like. Like I've always felt like teaching has been my calling, but I have never been someone that's like, hey, okay, I'll do it. Like it's always like, oh my God, not me, not me. Like I've never been an organized, motivated person. Like I, I it's funny because I am, I'm very much that person, but it has to be like, something that you want to do or that you you know you have time to do I hate about myself that I feel like when I'm cracked under pressure you know it's when you perform the best that's what they say like you perform the best under pressure and I hate that but it's so much in so many ways like when you know okay you have this many hours this many days to get it done it's like okay that feels better than you gotta you got some time you know what I mean like oh it's open-ended like Get it done when you can, because if it's like, when, get it done when you can, then, hey, I hope y'all cool. I hope you got your comfortable shoes on, because you might be sitting here waiting for a minute. I just feel like I'm not always that motivated to jump on the ball of some things. I think me, my journey as an educator, it's literally God. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, yo, like, this has to be, like, someone bigger than myself has brought me here every time. Because I've never felt like, yes, I'm supposed to be a teacher. And then all of a sudden, I'm thrown into these situations where I am a teacher and I'm good at it. And it's like, okay. You'd be like, okay. You know, over time, you realize, okay, like structure, coordination, organization, that matters. Standing up for what you believe in, like standing up for yourself, advocating for yourself in your classroom, having management of your classroom, that kind of behavior, like all that stuff matters. And it's like, for so long, you'd be like trying to avoid confrontation because you're like, okay, I'm trying to like, leave me out of that, leave me out of that. And in so many ways, I feel so much that I'm that person. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm learning. I'm not a pro, but I'm learning how to communicate professionally um, while while advocating for others and myself at the same time like knowing when to speak and when to be quiet it's like it's I'm learning a lot and it's like okay I am so grateful though that I work at the school that I work at it's beautiful aesthetically it overwhelms me it's like where am I the school classrooms are like crazy but like I miss the the humbleness of like a classroom sometimes but I'm also grateful to God that he chose me to be here and I'm like okay I'll never forget and I say it like every time I think of it just that I was literally in my living room and I promise you I heard Brentwood out of nowhere in the back of my mind like I heard this voice and I was like I'm tripping man did I hear that? And it, and it upset me so much. And it confused me so much. And then out of nowhere, here I am. Like working in an environment that reminds me of that voice that I heard. And I'm like, it don't make no sense. And once again, it reminds me of when I was teaching theater. And how it was like, I felt like, you know, Moses or whatever. Like, 
like I'm slow to speak, like I don't have the um, <laughs> skills for this. I felt the very much the same way. But I was like, it's now or never, man. It's now or never. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that I'm here for this and I'm learning. But I'm also like, go, figure it out. And one thing I'm hoping for is to just, like, I want to just keep checking in because um, this was really like a quick soundbite of just like being an educator. Being an educator right now is crazy. It's cool. It's overwhelming. So many people don't want to teach anymore and I don't blame them. School is not like how it used to be. The material we teach kids is, you know, it's awesome and open-minded. But like me being a teacher at the school that I'm at is like, what am I doing here? But it's awesome that I'm here and I want to make a difference, right? I want to do my best. And, you know, I'm scared. Every day I'm scared because I'm like, okay, you're an actor also. And it's not like you do a couple of skits. You know, I'll be in these plays, man, like that have. Like, I'm okay, guys. I have to keep it 100. I'm in a show coming up. I'm so excited about this show. It was a show that I was in in 2020. And we only had about a couple of rehearsals before we had to shut down because, like, the government was like, okay, 20 people or less in a room. Okay, 10 people. No, 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 no. Five people. Like, they kept lowering, like, this many people, no more than this many people in a room at the same time. And so we shut it down because, obviously, we're in a play. And then... If we're in rehearsal with that many people, well, then come tech, come actual performance. Like, obviously, like, we're not going to be able to do this show. So we shut it down and we were shut down for uh, since 2020. Here it is, 2023. I mean, they asked us a little bit about about our availability in 2022. You know, that we were in talks of it in 2022. And I was like, okay, since 2020, my availability has changed. You know, I've, I've gotten sick and learned how to walk twice. You know, I quit and started jobs again, got a new car. Like so much has changed in my life and availability included. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. So they asked me, what's your availability like? And I don't even remember what I said, but clearly I said like, I'm at work till three. You know what I mean? On a good day. They're like, okay, show up at 3.30. And I'm like, oh my God, like, even then, I'll probably still be late every day. And, you know, you get anxiety. Like, oh my God, like, sometimes on a good day, I don't leave my job till then if I'm trying to leave early. So I'm like, oh Lord, like, I'm going to be late to work every day after work. You know, you get this anxiety. So I've been thinking about this since then, since 2022, right? And, um... Anyways, I think about it and then turns out I, I, you know, they cast us again. So it's really cool. Like a lot of the same people are back in the show again and it's 2023 and it just makes you feel good. Like, wow, they still see me as an actor, as somebody who can do this. And you just wonder how you're going to feel, how you're going to fit in, how you're going to, how you're going to be. You know, I get, I'm excited, but I'm also scared, but I'm stoked to do this play again considering all that has happened since 2020 since since that that show closed months later I get so sick you know I move into this place I get a job I I start teaching like you know I I travel the world I go to Africa come back you know man dude yo life is wild 
and uh, you know I'm just shook I'm just shook about everything and I just I was just like press record and just talk that's just all this is and I haven't recorded in a minute guys and basically this is just like once again like I've said it's just a verbal diary where I just kind of talk what's on my mind and makes sense to me in the moment and I'm just thinking about I was thinking about a lot, like me being an educator, me being observed tomorrow. What's it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? How are you going to do? You you go into your classroom and then come back and like come back and maybe record again and be like, oh, my God, guys, it was terrible. Or, wow, it actually went great. Like, I wonder what I'm going to say or what how it's going to actually be. Um. Also, I've been watching switch to completely switch gears. I've been watching a lot of documentaries, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sometimes I watch uh, Peacock, whatever, right? I started Peacock because I was watching Bel Air season one, like back in the day. I, I the only reason why I got Peacock was because I was like, I want to watch the show. So I started watching it, and it ended up being crazy. Season one, uh. Bel Air. I was like, uh, oh, it's okay. It was alright, right? It wasn't amazing. Oh my gosh. Um. Anyways, and, and then I'm obsessed with the Bravo franchise in general, and so now that Peacock like hosts it, and you know you can see episodes early or right when they drop them or whatever. So I I would watch like Real Housewives of blah blah blah. Or, or, you know, whatever it was. Below Deck, whatever. So I'd watch a lot of that. And uh, so recently, I was like, okay, I'm peacocked out. And whatever I, whatever was coming up new or whatever, I had already seen it. So I was like, okay, let me go back to Netflix, which I haven't been on Netflix in so long. But I listen to a lot of podcasts. And so they talk about, have you seen da-da-da-da-da? Have you watched this or that? And sometimes, you know, they show them on other stuff besides Netflix, depending on what it is. So I'm like, oh, I've seen that on Amazon Prime or Apple TV or blah, blah, blah. Um, But there were some shows on Netflix that I watched recently, like this documentary. And it was about like this family. They were like the Murdochs or whatever. And I can't remember what it's called. It was like a play on words, the name. And it was just like fascinating. It was only like a few episodes, like three, but it was so good and so interesting. And so then after that, I'm watching other documentaries about murder and stuff. And I don't know why. I'm like, what is it about those kind of shows and stories that we find comfort in? Like we're crime, such crime junkies, which is a good podcast, by the way. But like, and I feel like, it's the fact that like your personal life, maybe, maybe not everyone, but you're going through the hardest of times. Me specifically, a lot of my situations are self-induced, not necessarily something that's supposed to happen or should happen to me. But I do things, or certain things happen to me and I'm like, they're avoidable, they could be, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, this is going so bad for me. Then you flip on some, you know, true crime story or whatever, and their life is crazy. 
or their situation at the moment is crazy or sad or overwhelming, then you think like, never mind, like my shit is bad, but okay, it could be worse. It could be worse, right? So when you think about that, at least for me, I'm like, sometimes maybe that's why I'll be falling asleep during them stories and stuff for playing at night or I'm tired. I'm like, okay, maybe that's why. Maybe that's what it is. Because that's crazy to me, like, why we find such comfort in that. But I was watching so many of those stories, and it just, it blows my mind, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, some So many of those stories, they felt familiar to, because of where I grew up and stuff like that. It's like, wow, okay, a lot of this stuff makes sense. Or a lot of this stuff I've, I've heard before, or I've felt before. But you know what I mean? Like you're young or you're black, whatever. You like don't know what to say or what you're even feeling or if you're just tripping. I don't know, but I've, you know, just watching these stories unfold makes you feel a little bit more human sometimes. But I'm sorry. I saw, <laughs> I was, I'm recording here. Then I heard like a whoosh, like a big gust of air while I'm talking to you guys. And I was like, yo, what? So I started slowing down in my speech because I was like, what am I hearing, man? But yeah, on that note, I'm going to stop. I'm going to um, prepare for Monday morning and get ready for the work week. I'm nervous and I can't even think about nothing else. Um, I pray for a great work day tomorrow. And I, I thank you for listening. Like, I appreciate you. It's crazy and... <laughs> I'm like, I'm still going strong, okay? No matter what, no matter how weak this is, this podcast is still going to last until it don't, all right? That about sums it up with summaries or with a chalk.